Hi, Greyhounds. Good afternoon. My name is Justin Dorenzis, and I am your Assistant Director of Alumni and Parent Engagement here at Moravian. And today, I am excited to bring you a very special edition of Houndcast. Today, I am joined by Ryan Hines from the Iron Pigs organization. How are you today, Ryan? Good. How are you, Justin? Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, being here with us today. Uh, Ryan, would you like to just take a few minutes to introduce yourself to our viewers and our alumni this afternoon? Sure. Yeah. Ryan Hines. Um, I'm the director of group sales at the Iron Pigs. Um, so just a little, I guess, a little history. Um, I started as a uh, ticket intern back in 2010. So this would have been my 11th season with the Pigs. Um, so I've had 10 seasons prior to this. Started as a ticket intern, um, got hired on at the end of the season in 2010. Um, so I was an account executive group sales and then made my way to you know manager and senior manager, sticking around, doing well, and now director of group sales. So I've been in been in group sales my uh, my entire career at the Iron Pigs, um, but you know we're full menu pretty much. Um, but specialty is uh, group tickets, hospitality areas um, throughout Coke Bowl Park. It's great to see that you know you've had so many years with the Iron Pigs organization, and you've seen a lot of uh, I'm sure great seasons over the past eleven years. This season is very different from I'm sure any that you've seen before. With you know so much certainty over you know, the past two months, right, where your season would have normally started in the, you know, second week of April usually, and, and really with games being postponed. What have the reactions been from players? Um, so I don't, I don't personally have uh, direct contact, but, you know, I talked to our GM, Kurt Landis, and um, pretty much almost every day on a phone call. And, you know, the, the players, you know, share frustration that the, they're not able to play uh, right now. But with, with that, they understand, uh, you know, global uh, worldwide pa pandemic and everything. But, you know, they're frustrated just like everybody else. Uh, the fans are frustrated um, that they can't be out. They're stuck in their homes and everything. Um, and the players, I'm sure, would rather be on a baseball field than, um, you know, tra training or doing whatever they can to, to get ready for the season when it's supposed to happen. I'm sure that's been frustrating for a lot of the players over the past several months. They've you know, been training, keeping, you know, physically fit and, and healthy to, you know, have a, a great season here over the summer. Uh, no pun intended, but when the pandemic really hit our area uh, and really throughout the whole country in March, the, you know, field was kind of ripped out from underneath them. So I'm sure it's, it's been a very difficult situation for them over the past several months. And how has, you know, the coaching staff dealt with the frustrating situation? What's reaction been from, you know, maybe being in contact with some of the coaching staff or the general manager? Like, like you said, pro probably a lot of the same feelings um, as the players. Um, you know, it was, it was unique because, you know, they, they started the year like normal, the fall happened and, and everything, the World Series happened, then there was your normal off season, just like any other off season. Um, and spring training started and, uh, you know, you got players fighting big league club, but also just looking to impress um, scouts and, and the coaches too. So, and like you said, um, I think spring training uh, probably only made it, what, 70, 75% of the way, and then it just was cut short. Right. Um, so, so it's tough for the coaches too. They're they're looking to build a squad, a, their best big league squad as they can. Sure. Uh, and and now if you know if and when you know season were to resume, it's just like 
starting all over again. You, you, you missed a lot of that prospecting, scouting all the, all your, your farm system, all those players during spring training and everything. So same type of frustration, um, echoing that same thought too, with the, the coaches. Sure. What are kind of some of the plans that, um, the organization as a whole have for resuming in play games? Uh, we're hoping, you know, to move to the, the green phase, uh, hopefully next week, it's June 12th now. So hopefully, um, if everything stays on track over the next week, we're, we're shooting to, you know, go for, for green on the 19th. Um, what does that look like, you know, for, for in-person games? So, um, you know, every day I'm on a phone call with our, our GM, Kurt Landis, um, and he's, he's in contact with minor league baseball um, directly, the Phillies um, directly, their management too. And, um, but also we've been um, on calls with other minor league teams and, major league teams too, and seeing what they're, what they're looking like too. If we were to have a baseball game tomorrow, what does that look like? It's, it's tough for sure. Um, you want to follow all the, all the guidelines, all CD, CDC guidelines and everything. Um, but it's, it's tough to know when that's all also going to happen. Um, but we've been in talks with that. We, we have a plan, um, but unfortunately the, the same way we, we, we kind of have to wait for major league baseball um, to, to make their decision. Um, so we're kind of just uh, going along and trying to be as proactive as we can, you know, reaching out to all of our fans and keep them informed as much information that we know is possible. But we're, we're kind of waiting to see what happens with Major League Baseball and what deal um, goes down. And um, we kind of have, we, we have to be in a situation where we have to be prepared for both, um, both ends of the spectrum so, and everything in between. So we're, um, we do have a plan um, in talking with uh, some other teams. Um, you know, what that were to look like if we were to have games next month. But we're still hopeful that that's going to happen. Um, you know, it's June 12th, so we're still hopeful that at some point here um, during the summer we're going to have games. But, uh, but yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sure that's been, uh, been a difficult thing for, I'm sure, ticket holders for, you know, several seasons. And, and this season, you know, not being able to, to be there at the game, you know, and really be that, that fan base of, of support. How has the team dealt with that loss of support from, you know, that in-person fan base? So as an organization, um, right from day one, from when this all started, our, our biggest thing that we wanted to do with our guests, our fans, um, our clients, everybody was communication. We don't want to leave anyone in the dark. We want constant communication because the support in the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs the last 12 years has been tremendous. And we're blessed to to be in the situation we are now. Um, so it's been communication from day one. So all of our reps, all of our uh, ticket reps, um, season tickets, groups, everything um, has been in constant contact with all of our clients and all of our season ticket holders all the time. You know, it's it's been unique because you know a, a lot of times those those calls are figuring out their ticket numbers or you know troubleshooting uh, certain things here and there, or I lost my ticket or, um, looking forward to seeing you at the next game. Conversations have shifted, um, more to just checking in. Like I, I could call my client tomorrow and say, I don't have any actual like baseball related iron pigs news, but just checking in to see how you're doing as a person. And that's gone a long way for sure to all of our, um, members, our Bacon USA members and our group leaders. And just checking in, um, you know, just as human beings to see how they're doing, you know, staying safe and healthy um, and all that. And uh, 
just making sure everything's going all right. Relationship building and just, you know, continuing to increase that. So from a, from a support wise, from our fans, it's, it's been great. Um, and you know, it's, it, it comes right, right from the top, from the Iron Pigs and Kurt and Brian DeAngelis, VP of sales is, you know, communication, 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 right from the get-go. And all of our fans have been extremely appreciated with that. Um, through phone calls, emails, you know, posting on Facebook, everything, we respond to every single thing, every question that they've had. And that's really been key uh, since day one. So it's, the support from our fan base has been great because of that. That's incredible. And I can't imagine what, you know, an Iron Pigs game would look like virtually without having any uh, fans in the state. You need those spectators, you know, you, you need the cheering and you need the, the booing from, you know, both sides to make it a true, um, you know, engaging game. And, and I just, I can't even imagine what a virtual you know, game would look like. And, you know, as you were speaking to before with the negotiations that are going on with the major leagues now, how has that trickle down to the iron pigs it's been it's been interesting for sure um so we've uh, with all the, con the constant calls and contacts and emails with all our fans what we also wanted to do is keep people our fans engaged too not just with phone calls from our ticket reps so um on april 17th what was supposed to be our opening day we we started a campaign that week of opening day hashtag opening day was our campaign and we um, had a virtual baseball game with the Iron Pigs and the and the Paw Sox on MLB The Show that day too. So and we and we got and we got a real real good uh, response to where we started doing some other virtual games just like based on our schedule or just because and having our uh, having our viewers tune in to that on Twitch and everything. So um, it's been great and 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 also just um, you know trying to think of new ways to do things at the ballpark. I mean the first first thing event we held at the ballpark I think it was May 2nd was our character cruise through um, so everyone was able to stay in their cars they came came to the ballpark and we had um, characters like princesses and um, different costumes um, set up throughout the parking lot and everyone just stayed in their car and and came through um, so it started with that and okay what can we do from there and now now that we're in the the yellow phase um, we've started having some fireworks at the ballpark too where people stay in their cars but they just come to the ballpark and enjoy a enjoy a fireworks show um, we uh, later later this month or mid of the month we're doing um, a links at Coca-Cola Park where now that we're in the yellow phase we're allowed to have groups of 25 come and hit, hit golf balls from center field onto the field um, and enjoy some food uh, as well so it's you know, thinking outside the box, um, still staying, staying with all the CDC guidelines and everything. Um, Want to provide a safe atmosphere like we always have at Coca-Cola Park. But um, how can we keep people engaged? Um, the Iron Pigs brand and top of mind um, as well. But giving giving people those those little things without coming into Coca-Cola Park and seeing a game and being able to go to concession stand and all the things that they're normally able to do. But things here and there, fireworks, character crews, uh, top golf, and, you know, slowly we might be able to do some other things as well. So um, it's, it's, been, it's been great for sure. And that's fantastic to hear that fans are still able to be involved and be engaged in some sort of way. I think the fireworks idea for coming into the, the park and, you know, getting a chance to tee off on the field and, and hit some golf balls. I think that's a really fun activity for a lot of your fans, I'm sure, to be a part of just because 
you know it as well as I do, you know, after a week of long Zoom meetings throughout the week, sometimes on a Friday or Saturday night, you just want to get out there and, and do something different, get out there and try to enjoy the nice weather we've, we've been having as, as much as you can. So that's, that's great to hear that as an organization, you've thought of interesting and great ideas to, to engage the, those fans. So thanks for your work in doing that. Is yeah. there anything else, Ryan, that you want to share with our alumni this afternoon or anything else about what the future of the Iron Pigs looks like? Well, you know, you know I, I appreciate uh, Elon, my support with the Iron Pigs. I know um, you guys probably look forward to the game uh, that was supposed to be coming up on July 17th or something um, at the Tiki or the Oasis. So we appreciate the support um, year in, year out. Uh, Justin, uh, you know, Amanda as well, um, been great to work with. But we look forward to a time to when we can have baseball at Cold Cold Park. And we just, we're just uh, remaining positive um, in, a, in a world where you turn on the news and there's just one thing after another, just like, you know, blow after blow of, uh, of you know, negativity or, oh, now it's this or now it's this or now it's gotten worse or whatever. We try and re remain positive. And, you know, that's the you know, the message that we try and convey to the Lehigh Valley all the time. And yeah, while we had postponed the months of uh, April, May, and June, um, we're still remaining hopeful um, about the rest of the season um, and what that looks like. And in the meantime, uh, we're always thinking of ideas um, to have people come out to the ballpark. So um, as far as what, what the outlook looks like, it's, it's tough to say, you know, um, Major League Baseball want, wanted to start their season on July 2nd and they're still in negotiations with the with the players so there's a lot of politics involved um with that and and also you know they they want to do it the right way it's hard they have to start from ground zero while you know the NHL the NBA they they had a lot of their season and you know they're just looking to continue maybe a few games and get to the playoffs right so but Major League Baseball doesn't have that that luxury they have to start from ground zero they need to have some sort of regular season before the postseason with everything going on uh, right now while the world consistently is changing day by day. But it gets better, it gets better, it gets better, and then it gets worse. So, um, you know, it's the summertime. Everyone's itching to, to do stuff um, during the summer. They want to get out. Um, so um, we'll continue to hopefully provide opportunities to get to the ballpark safely and enjoy a great experience. Uh, but, yeah. Thanks so much, Ryan, for being on our special episode of Houndcast today. And we're crossing our fingers for you uh, to be able to open up, you know, in-person games as, as soon as possible. So, and to our alumni and viewers today, we are saddened that we were not able to offer you opportunity as in past years of actually being at Coca-Cola Park, but we hope that this episode of Houndcast uh, gives you some information and, uh, you know, provides you some insight into, into what's occurring currently. So thanks so much for being here, and I'll catch you next time.